Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a pretty interesting slash fun weekend. But, as always, I'm your host, Brett Deister. Let's get on with the tech news, because there's some interesting things going on. First of all, Libix is still going on, and there's actually some interesting tech news coming out of it. One is, well, North Korea decided that its athletes did not need the newest Samsung S7 phone, so they confiscated it. And, well, like North Korea, they control everything, and they didn't get it. So they were like... It, the Olympic Committee's handing this all out because Samsung is a partner, and they're like, here you go, here you go, free phones for everybody, woo! And then North Korea's like, nope, 31 of these are all ours, and you cannot have it because they are owned by the government, and you can't do it. You can't, you, you can't have it. I know you're trying to compete and get gold medals for us, but you cannot have this phone because reasons. That's kind of how I, I see it playing out. It may not actually happen like that. They just may be like, yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you guys itching for the newest iPhone that's going to come out? Well, um, there's a little something different about it. One, there absolutely is no headphone jack. That's right. They got rid of the headphone jack. That means your headphones that have, you know, the standard audio cable uh, will not work at all. You'll have to use... The lightning uh, cable instead, or ha or maybe a dongle will be made. But specifically, you cannot use your headphone jack if it's not Bluetooth. Now, if it's Bluetooth or headphone, you know, I should say, if it's Bluetooth, that's a different story. But it's interesting because now the biggest conundrum is going to be how are you going to charge it and listen to your music if you don't have a Bluetooth-enabled headphone? You can't. So you're going to have to choose one or the other. Or not listen to music at all. I do not think this is a good idea. I think if Apple's going to do that, you do two lightning uh, connections. One at the top, one at the bottom, and you can pick and choose. However, that's probably not going to happen. So people you know, that love their iPhones and really want their iPhone and an iPhone this and iPhone that, invest in some Bluetooth headphones because that's the best way it's going to happen. There is no way you're going to get around this. I am sorry, people. It just isn't going to happen. So, yes, congratulations, Apple. You made a conundrum for people. They're going to be like, should I listen to music or should I charge? How much battery life do I have left? Time to charge. Because nowadays, having an external battery to recharge your phone when it's about to die is essential in today's environment market tech industry, tech people, whatever. So that's an interesting thing. And I don't think Apple really, you know, thought this through enough to be like, eh. I know that Bluetooth headphones are, well, there's a lot more now, and people use Bluetooth quite a bit. I use Bluetooth for my watch. But I'd like to have a headphone jack at least. I mean, seriously, it's... it's Still get a lot of great headphones that way. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I know Apple likes to, you know, push the boundaries and do other things, but seriously, why would you do that? Why, why, why? All right, are you one of those people that loves to, uh, you know, get free stuff, even though you shouldn't get free stuff? You know what I'm talking about. You know the BitTorrents. You know, you know. Well, 
There is a uh, new way of doing it, or actually I would say there's a malicious way of doing it. So Kick-Ass Torrents got, well, shut down, and then someone else bought it and decided to bring it back up, and then people decided to try to download it, but then it says, fill information, and then ask you for your credit card information, which you should never give out, because it will steal that stuff, and you don't want them to steal it. Don't do it. So if you're looking for ways to get free stuff, uh, don't go to Kick-Ass Torrents, because that would be a bad bad thing to do yes don't do it don't do it it's a clone called cat.am if you're wondering don't go there do not go there steer clear of it don't even go there if you're like i don't know what that is you're good doesn't doesn't matter you're good you're you're all good all right there has been an fcc filing from htc for the next nexus phones if you don't know what those are those are basically the Google phones for Android. They are pure vanilla Android, and you're wondering what that actually means. It basically means that a lot of companies, when they make phones for Android, they put a lot of their own stuff onto it. It's called bloatware, and you can't erase them, which is really annoying. With uh, Nexus phones, you don't get that. You also get updates a lot faster than other phones as well because it's just vanilla Android, so you don't really have to do much. Uh, so I like those phones the best usually because faster security updates, faster updates on Android, and it's, it's, you don't get all the other mess. It's just the best of both worlds. It's why I always like that one or other ones. OnePlus 3 is actually a really good phone to get as well. But like I said before, uh, looks like HTC is making two variants of the new Nexus phones. So they sh probably should be coming out. October, November uh, time frame just, just uh, before or in the start or when it all becomes the holiday season because usually the holiday season now starts kind of October a lot for tech stuff. So like gaming starts now October. It used to be all November, but it's now become like the end of October to like beginning of December. And that's it. That's all. That's all. That's all it is. That's all it's going to be. It's all that. All that. So if you're excited as I am about the new Nexus phones, then yes, HCC does make great phones. It's sad that the company does actually doesn't do well in the sales, but they actually do make really great phones. But like I said, unfortunately, they just don't sell well at all. It's terrible. All right. Are you a single person looking for love and you just cannot find the right person or the girl doesn't get back to you or the guy is stupid and says the dumbest things in the world you know what i'm talking about some guys just aren't that clever about it they they really aren't they are, they are terribly unclever about it i do the most unspectacular hellos i just say hi how are you because i really just you're gonna talk to me or you're not gonna talk to me no matter what how i say things it's just it it's it's still all about the looks in a way because it's online dating it's very superficial in a way but there's some new research out there that says well if you're not doing well on tinder or maybe bumble maybe you should use gifts yes gifts apparently uh bump you up with a 30 percent more likely to receive a response than non-gift counterparts so 
If you're looking to find love, use the gifts. Don't use the texts because apparently reading is for losers and single people. But gifts are for winners and for people may going out. I mean, it doesn't really guarantee they're actually going to find love. It just guarantees a response. But usually, once it guarantees a response, if you do well enough, it could lead to an actual date and so on and so forth. So, if you're looking for love, use gifts, especially on Tinder. Probably Bumble as well. Oh, you can't really use it on any other ones, really. But those two, especially Tinder, use gifts. Only gifts. Gifts all the time. It's raining gifts. Woo! And they're all animated and they're all dancing in the rain. But yes, use gifts. And gifts aren't just only for young people, but people from says 19 to 61 years old use it so it's universal well gifts are also one of the oldest follow formats in tech way back when with dial modems and you're like what's dial modem it's the the awful noise that your computer was like i'm going online i'm going online i'm going online i'm online it's kind of like just letting you know about that uh but to upload video files took a lot of data and back then with dial-up modems it, it it didn't do well with that so gifts were the best way of uploading this in really small format so that's why they're one of the older files yes they're not new so if you're thinking oh gifts are new and interesting they're really not they're actually pretty old sorry to burst that bubble but the bubble has been burst are you looking to do a new hangout on air well, if you want to do it through Google+, Plus, uh, you, you don't have a lot of time left. Now, Hangouts on Air is not going away. Now, there have been reports that it's going away, but it's not really going away. It's just moving because Google+, Plus is not cool and no one really uses it. So, it's moving on September 12th to YouTube. Plus, with YouTube Live, it's probably going to be under more of that umbrella. So, instead of going through Google Plus and doing it that way, it's just going to be through YouTube, which will be a lot easier. I just don't know, understand why it just wasn't housed in there anyways. But yes, it, Hangouts on Air is going away from Google Plus. But to be honest with you, I think Google has been slowly moving away from it. They're, I don't think they want to do any, anything with it anymore. I think they basically are like, ah... This wasn't really well liked. We don't know what to do with it, so we're just gonna piecemeal take it away slowly. Oh, so slowly, where it has nothing left of use, even though it's still pretty cool. I think uh, it's not really not gonna have a use anymore, unfortunately, because I mean they've took away the photos. You don't really have to use it to go on YouTube. You don't have to use it to uh, for writing reviews on Android. And now this, so there's really nothing left. And Spaces is taking over for the community groups on Google Plus. So, like I said before, you don't really have much left, Google Plus. I mean, you were a great idea, and I like the circle features and uh, Hangouts as well. But no one's really using you, and I think Google has finally just given up on it after. Probably five years has given up on it. All right, are you looking to get a drone? Yes, one of those drones that everybody loves to do, and sometimes they, people do stupid things with the drones. 
But there's a new research out that basically says, well, quadcopters are way better than fixed wings. Actually, most people use and most industry use quadcopters because of the, you don't, it's not very much setup. You can take off a lot quicker and you can hover around it and people just like it a lot better in fixed wings where you have to set up. So, uh, it's interesting because most people use it. There's only been about a six to eight percent uh, rate, or six to eight percent amount of people that own drones have fixed uh, wings, and the rest, which is overwhelmingly over ninety percent, are using quadcopters. And you're wondering what the quadcopters are. They're the four wing ones that you and like you know take off as a helicopter, you know, hover, do all those things a helicopter does. It just has four propellers instead of one giant, or one giant one and one small one in the back like a helicopter. So that's what they are. Uh, the the ones that are actually using drones the most for the industry-wise is agriculture, then construction, uh, but the fastest growing ones is mining and inspection of oil and gas because that's very important. Plus, schools are getting into it as well, but that's going to take a lot longer because schools actually have no money. Take it from me that has a mom that is a teacher. No money. Or they just have terrible finance people that don't understand math and think the district's going to go bankrupt in three years and it's been nine years later and you're wondering, what? That doesn't make any sense. Why do you do that? Also, uh, emergency services and real estate are getting into it as well. Now, uh, for the drone hardware that's used the most is DJI, SenseFly, which is a parent-owned company, 3DR, yeah, 3DR, uh, Edge Eagle, Edge Eagle, Edge Eagle, and Parrot. Uh, and then the most popular drone cameras is DG, DJI, Canon, Sony, GoPro, and Napier. I've never heard of that that one, but I've heard of the rest of them. Uh, but yes. If you're looking to get drones, get a quadcopter because that's what everybody's getting. And you want to be like everybody else, don't you? In this regard, you probably do. All right, looks like LinkedIn is suing uh, some data scrappers because, well, they don't want people to scrap their data or user profiles whatsoever. However, what's interesting about this case is that they allow some people to do it. They call whitelisting, which allows them to do it, like Google, Bing, and all these other companies they have partnership with. But with other ones, they're not allowed to. So even though it's against their terms and services, it's not really against their terms and services because they decide which ones are okay and which ones are not okay. And it's really weird that some are okay, but others aren't okay. I understand why Google and Bing are okay just because of SEO purposes, but it's still very weird that they just don't go all after all of them collectively because they are in violations of their terms and services. Now, what they're using is the Com uh, Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, which has been a controversial act because it basically makes your terms and services a criminal act, which shouldn't really be a criminal act to me. Um, another bad pres uh, well, another bad, uh, how would you say, president, no. Uh, another bad way of this working, that's a better one. Uh, is that it does, you know, set a long-term effect for this as well. Companies have won qu quite well on this uh, Consumer Fraud and Abuse Act, and it's not really that great. Uh, the EFF 
Electronic Frontier Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization more geared towards tech and making sure privacy. It's a great, uh, it's a great organization. Has come out against it, saying it doesn't really like this. It's not really great for that, and it's wondering. And it's basically they're saying this, this is a pretty big violation, and it could be anti-competitive, which is another bad thing because a bigger company is going after a smaller company, and we don't really know who LinkedIn is suing because it is unnamed uh, defendants. So it should be interesting to see how this all plays out. Now, if you want, I can put the the um, the court documents on the show notes. If you're interested in it, it's 18 pages long. It's going to be legalese, so have fun with that. But like I said before, it should be interesting to see where this goes. But people are questioning if LinkedIn is just going after the competitors or if they're actually going after people legitimately like doing something nefarious. You really don't know sometimes. All right. Now, I like the idea of this. I just don't understand why it's only one gender they keep on going after. So VidCode is a way for uh, a company or a nonprofit organization to get girls to code. Now, the problem I have with this is not that they're trying to get girls to code. It's that they're only focusing on trying to get girls to code. Instead of going, hey, let's get as many people as we can to code, it is, oh, the guys are fine. They can do whatever they want. They're, you know, they're going to do it. We'll just focus on the girls because reasons. Now, there are a few factors at play here. One, girls may not just be interested in coding, and so trying to, like, bang their head over and over again saying, you need to code, you need to code, but like, I don't want to. Nope, you need to code, you need to code. Doesn't make any sense to me. I like what they're doing with this and kind of uh, adding some cool new features like being able to uh, code your own geo filter with Snapchat, which is a really cool thing. It's a contest. I like the idea of that. That's a really cool thing to do because you can kind of see how to code it and you can do it to your favorite social network because a lot of young people love Snapchat. So that's another great way of doing it. But like I said before, my problem with this is that they're so heavily focused on women that I'm wondering why. Why is it only women? Guys probably want to learn this too. I mean, it's people like, well, they can do it too. Then why don't you market it evenly between the sexes instead of saying, we all need to go after the women. The women are going to save us. Instead of just, we're all going to save each other. We're all going to make ourselves better. That's my only complaint about all this, is that it's so focused on women that they're so narrow-minded that they forget about the other gender, which is my gender, and forget that, yes, we need encouragement just as much as the ladies do. You can't just forget about us because we are the ones that usually will strike out on our own and, and you know, find new lands or do whatever because of biology. Uh, testosterone usually does aggressive Usually makes aggressive uh, behaviors, a little bit more bold, all this other stuff. Yes, biology does, you know, have an effect on this type of things. But like I said before, it's great that you want to get girls to do it, but stop banging people over the head with this. Like, girls, only girls. Girls need to do this. Girls need to do this. Girls need to do this. Instead of saying, hey, if you like to do this, we have this here, but we're also going to go after the people that really want to do this as well. That's my only problem, because it's always, we need to get more girls in here. Well, what's if they don't want to? Are you going to be like, nope, sorry, tough, you have to do this anyways? Because that's kind of dumb. Um, but beyond that, 
I do like what they're doing with this. I do like how they have a way for you, for people to build their own AR or augmented reality game, kind of like uh, Pokemon Go uh, because it's so popular so kids can learn about this. They also partner with Girl Scouts of Greater New York to build coding programs for middle schools. Once again, Girl Scouts, another one, Intel Education, and Amy Polar Smart Girls. Once again, all girls, let's stop with this. Let's just evenly do it. I don't understand why. Sorry, it's just my it's just my pet peeve. Focus on women and forget the guys. I don't understand how that actually is logical or even smart. Guys have feelings too. Guys actually need encouragement too. Just as much as girls. Stop focusing on one gender all the time. Okay, soapbox. I'm, I'm down with my soapbox. Just my thing. But if you're want, if you're wanting to get into the Snapchat contest, it's going live on Wednesday, and I will you know, post uh, the link in the description if you want your child, both male and female, to do it. Because I'm all really all about equality. Ha ha! Use that because you could. Uh, egalitarianism is awesome. Yes, I just said that. All right, are you looking for a new authenticator app? Because there's a few out there, but Microsoft is making a new one because their old ones sucked. I've used it, it's not that good. Uh, there's actually better ones. Blizzard actually has a really good one. Uh, Steam has a better one, but Blizzard is one of the best because it's a one-touch login. I'm saying, someone's trying to log in, do you want this? Nope. Uh, but yes, two-factor authentication is the new norm. If you're going, what is that? Well, let me tell you. It's basically a way for you, you to give extra layer of protection. So in the beginning of two-factor authentication, it was you sign up through your phone, you log into a new computer, your phone gets a text message with a random set of numbers, you type in the numbers. Now it has about a five minute um, length of how long you can actually imprint, uh, put this in, and then it dies. So if someone tried to hack your account, they would actually have to hack your phone at the same time too to actually you know successfully get in. So it does make it harder for people to actually you know hack your account. That's a good thing. Uh, I think passwords are just terrible nowadays. There's so many different accounts that we have. It's just it, it's it's bad. It's just bad. But yes, Microsoft's making a new one. Uh, it should be interesting to see it and see what, where it goes. But it is now live on Android and iOS and will be live for Windows 10 phones when that finally comes out as well. Now, I do want to transition over, and this is actually a great transition over, for security in general and what, and what this kind of poses to all of us. Because most people don't understand how bad the hacking has gotten. It's gotten so bad that I hear about someone being hacked monthly, Sometimes weekly, it depends. Like, for instance, the last biggest hack was Micros. Yes, Micros was hacked. A very big point of sale system that was hacked with, they had about uh, people that were signed up to use Micros system, 330,000 different merchants. That's quite a bit of people. And them being hacked was probably one of the biggest ones so far. We also had Sony. We also had the IRS was hacked a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> the government's like, we don't need stronger encryption. We need, you know, less encryption. Oh, whoops. IRS got hacked. Well, that just goes against our argument. We're just going to not talk about that for a while because, well, reasons. 
Um, Home Depot got hacked. Target got hacked. A lot of these big... Sony got hacked again. I mean, their PlayStation Network got hacked pretty bad. Sony just hasn't really been really good at their, you know, whole security part. Which is funny because they do a lot of tech stuff and they were terrible about it. Um, But for, like, common people like us, like, what is our way of protecting ourselves? Because there's only so many ways you can do it. Unfortunately, you're going to have to just... Uh, be okay with the idea that you will get hacked. It will happen. There's just no way around it. It's just too many things to do it. Plus, uh, denial of uh, dedicated denial of service or DDoS attacks are the most common and they're mo- the easiest to do, and they're these the they're a bit cost effective for a lot of hackers to do. That's the most common way of doing it. What that does is that it sends a lot of information to the server, so it slows down the server, so other people using it cannot get in. It just it's terrible. There's a lot of sophistication what people are using, so there's that as well. Um, it's unfortunate. Now, the rise of two-factor authentication has become more prevalent. Google did it a while ago with uh, Gmail. Like I said before, a little bit a while ago, it was you sign up, uh, you put your imprint your phone number, and then when you log into a new computer or a new phone, it sends that phone a random digits of numbers and you have about five minutes to imprint it or then it goes away. There's newer ways. There's Authy, which kind of gives you uh, the app. You, you say okay and then it goes into it or it will give you a random set of numbers. There's also password management uh, softwares and programs called LastPass. Uh, Dashlane is also a good one as well. These will generate passwords for you and save them in their secure uh 128-bit encryption, which also helps as well. Um, recently, two-factor authentication has gotten a lot better. Uh, Blizzard came out with one that was a one-click sign-in. So if they're like, hey, someone's trying to, you're trying to sign in through this, you're like, denied. And so it denies it, so you don't have to worry about it, which I like as well. Um, the problem is there's so many new things going on that a lot of people don't know about it and they still use terrible passwords. That's my other pet beef. I get it. I use the same password a lot too because I can't remember 15 different passwords. That's why LastPass is a great thing. Um, but if you're going to do that, at least try to make it a little difficult. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 is not difficult. Four, five, four, three, two, one. not difficult. Password, not difficult. Football, not difficult. Stop with the common ones because people are going to find a way to hack that pretty easily. So at least try. At least try to make it like a three words together. Make a couple of words capital. Put a number and a special character. Whatever you need to do, do it. Because keeping your, your stuff secure is number one priority for everybody. It should be your number one priority. I don't care who you are. If you're not doing it, you're just, you you just make me shake my head. Another great thing for you is to back up your files. Make sure you're backing up with a portable hard drive, Google Photos, Google Drive, Dropbox Box. You have unlimited options for that, but make sure you're backing up your most important thing. There's also Carbonite, they do not sponsor me, but it's also a good one. My mom uses it. She loves it. So there's a few other companies to do. But like I said before, and I'll say it again, be sure you're backing up your files. Be sure you're being diligent about it, and be sure you're backing up daily. I would say hourly, but that's a little overkill, but at least daily backing up if you have a lot of important things. If you don't, maybe not so much. But make sure you have strong passwords too. 
That's another great thing. If you can't think of passwords and you don't want to think of passwords, use LastPass. Use Dashlane. I'll put them in the show notes if you need it. Also, use two-factor authentication. It's one of the best ways of doing it because it uses your phone as an extra layer of defense. So if someone tries to, uh, you know, change your password, which can happen, you can say, no, it's not going to happen, and they can't do it anymore. So, like I said, be protected. Be smart about it. Don't go to any sites that are nefarious. Uh, be sure that if sites look like the legitimate place, you look at the URL code and you look at the phone number. And the phone number is iffy. Do not do, not, do, not do anything. If the pop-up goes, hey, your computer is really slow, don't believe it either. They're, it's just an ad. It, it can't check it out for you automatically. Unless you already have a malware or Trojan horse on there. But, like I said before, be protected. Use LastPass. Use Dashlane. Use two-factor two authentication, like Authy. Or Authy is actually one of the more universal ones. Or Microsoft Authenticator now is out. Use one of them. Be safe. Be secure. And you know what? Just don't do anything dumb. The... The best way to be secure is just don't do anything completely dumb. That's the only way of doing it. All right, moving on to things to try out. Now, if you just hate, you know, turning on and off light switch because it's so analog, I want digital. Well, there's something for you. The door collection is a touchless way of turning your lights on and off. That's right. Woo, you can just move your hand up and down, turn it off and on and off and on and off. And like, look, look, I'm awesome. Look at that. Or you can do a Jedi thing and like, lights off, lights on. These are the droids you're looking, no, no, lights are not. Never mind. Uh, but yes, it's a touchless way to turning lights off and on. So you're looking for, you know, a way to make your home smart this is the best way. I will actually make an addendum about this that be careful about a lot of smart technology because it's not really secure yet. There's been ways of hacking it pretty easily. So be careful about that. Now, do you have someone that's a tea lover? Well, there's a Kickstarter for you that's a way of creating creative bags for your tea lover. Yes, that's right. If you have someone that loves tea so much, you can create their customizable tea bags. And why not? That would be awesome. Awesome, awesome. So you can have, like, you know, uh, Facebook reactions on it as well, and we'll show that off to you. We have planets, skulls, Halloween, uh, Canadian maple leaf, uh, anything you want, anything you desire, it'll be on that. So if you really want to do that, go to the Kickstarter and I'll put it in the show notes as well. All right, there is a WordPress plugin that helps students keep track of their progress through your course of membership site. Yes, if you're looking for ways to, you know, engage your students a little bit more, this WordPress Complete is, is for you. It's a free plugin, but there's also a full plugin that's $40 as well. Uh, so check it out. It'll have you progress. It'll have dead easy short codes, uh, mark lessons as complete, quick toggle. Anything, it uses any theme as well. Completion redirect, but it's a pro feature. Fancy grasp, but it's a pro cre- uh, pro feature. Also easy dead easy short codes is a pro feature as well. View progress is, is a pro feature, and customize everything is a pro feature. Now. Like I said, it's only $40 for it, and it's only for one site, but it's a lifetime. You get lifetime updates, so why not? And if you're looking for ways of, you know, getting your students more dialed in to what you want to teach, this could be another one 
for you. You never know. Hey, hey, hey. All right. There is a way for you to quickly search and copy paste all free photos from your Pexel. Yes, it's there's a Mac and a Windows app for it. So if you're looking for ways to find free photos for your blog, for your social media posts, Pexel is it for you. Now this is a paid one, so it's $15 to buy it. Um, and you get the Photoshop plugin for free if you want to. Now if you're like me that already has all of them, it's gonna be the best one for you, but you can discover photos and it's a great way of doing it and then copy and then make sure that you have uh, free well, stock photos that are Creative Commons because that's important because you don't want to get in trouble for using someone else's photo and not actually attributing to it and then getting in trouble like using Getty pictures. Never do that. Never ever do that. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, but yes, it's a great way for you to find free photos that you can use. So check it out. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And all right, that is the end of Digital Coffee for today. And join me tomorrow. Actually, no, excuse me, scratch that. Join me Wednesday, I go through Marketing Blend. That's right, we'll go through all the things that are going on in the marketing industry. And it's usually a lot, and I usually will dissect it for you because that's what I'm here for. But be sure to follow Digital Coffee at Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, at Facebook, at Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram, at Digital Coffee Podcast, find a digital.coffee in YouTube, a Digital Coffee Podcast. Also, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes Digital Coffee and Google Play Music Digital Coffee Stitcher as well, and TuneIn. I'm also on there, too. If you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon and Digital Coffee. All right, guys. Have a great day, and see you on Wednesday for Marketing Month. Later. <laughs>